all right what's going on what's going on what's going on this is our first day first episode of the infinite ascension podcast infinite ascension podcast so what is infinite ascension podcast you may ask it well first of all i am chauncey bray i'm the owner of infinite ascension infinite ascension is a life alterating confidence building militant personal development program militant that's right i'll explain later on but we offer whole life consultation services man all right so we work with people who struggle with redefining themselves and we help them identify who they are determine where they want to be and establish a well-developed plan to unlock the door of ascension into their highest level yeah so that's what we do that's you know what i'm saying what the business is but more importantly i'm gonna tell you who i am so who is chauncey bray so chauncey bray i'm a formal uh member of the united states special forces military veteran um of 16 years all right so i was working in the military for 16 years all right, i'm a father a husband um and, well, actually, a father of five, one on the way, so about to be number six. Yeah, yeah, that's right, six babies. Um, one wife, one woman, six babies. That's right. Uh, something I can brag about. So, um, my lifestyle has gone through some extreme changes in recent history. Uh, and the changes that I've gone through have kind of pushed me to... Develop a business and assisting people with transitions in their lives. All right, I was a military member, a military service member for 16 years straight. All right, it was actually 15 years and 11 months. I left right before the six, uh, my 16 year anniversary. And what I did in the military, I was a member of the special forces. I was special forces operator, constantly on deployment, constantly out training. Um, very structured, very disciplined, um, in very good shape, constantly doing things uh, for the military, for the country for 16 years straight. And there was a point that I hit in my life where I was like, man, I've been doing this for a long time. Um, and it's time for me to have a change. You know, I saw myself assisting so many people in so many different countries all over the world that I finally said, man, why am I not doing this for our people at home? We have people at home who need protection. We have people at home who need advice. We have people at home who need mentorship, who need, you know, love, who need to know that they deserve freedom as well. So I decided to come back home and develop a program where I could provide those same types of services, maybe just in a different way, in a different format. So initially leaving the military, I came home and uh, I worked a bunch of different jobs. So the job that is more most pertinent to this specific subject is uh, I worked as a cognitive intervention specialist, um, basically a counselor for a local jail, a local jailhouse. Um, basically, it was a transition house where uh, individuals would go, um, basically their last location they would go to before they were released from uh, jail, 
um, whether they were going to serve parole or they're going to serve in some other capacity or they're just free um, the TC unit the transition correctional unit was the last place they would go before they were released so uh, these I would speak to 60 70 individuals a day um, for you know six hours straight and um, all in group sessions sometimes in individual one-on-one sessions and we would talk about like hey man like you're getting ready to go back home let's develop a plan you're getting ready to go back home how are you going to transition you're getting ready to go back home what is life going to look like when you go back and what I discovered is that my life was very similar to these individuals lives or the decisions that I made throughout my time the same, not all the time, was, you know, the punishments that they faced the same as the punishments I faced all the time, not all the time, I didn't do the same things that a lot of these guys did, but the position they were in was very similar to the position that I was in, and that position was the wilderness, right, so I'll give you a brief uh, understand of what the wilderness is. We'll save that probably for another um, episode, but just diving into it quickly. Um, what is the wilderness experience? What is the wilderness experience that I had ex- that I had gone through, right? That made me uh, connect so well with these inmates. What was it that I had gone through in my life? that was so similar to what they were going through that there was a connection that was so strong that ultimately it led me to create my own business. Led me to create my own business doing the same thing on a larger level. So what I discovered is looking internally first. I had gone on or conducted um, 11 combat deployments. I conducted a number of deployments, but... 11 were combat, right? meaning that I was going overseas, kicking doors in, shoot, move, communicate, executing tasks. Um, I wasn't going overseas to shake hands and kiss babies. I was going overseas to ensure the protection and survivability of the United States of America. So I was going overseas doing work, right? Doing great work. I loved it. I enjoyed it. Um, man. If I could do it again right now, uh, without a lot of the uh, headaches that I endured from the military, uh, I would do it in a heartbeat. Um, you know, I'll explain a little bit later on why I ended up giving it up. But uh, you know, I gave it up, and uh, when I gave it up and decided to make that transition into civilian life, to a different lifestyle, to di- start living my life a different way and conducting different tasks and helping people in a different way. What I discovered is that my mindset had never changed. And I'll go even deeper. There were times that I would be, I would return from overseas from a deployment. And when I would get home, you know, my wife, she'd be like, hey, let's, you know, let's go to the store. Not that same day, not explain that, but like, yeah, let's go to the store, let's go hang out, and we go to the store, we go to Walmart, or something like that, you know, and I would be looking over my shoulder, I'd be looking left and right, 
I'm counting the number of vehicles that's between me and the store, you know, that are in the parking lot. I'm counting the number of people that are in front of me in a line that are in front of me in every aisle. I'm looking for exits. I'm looking for tools around the store. Like, hey, if something happened, I can use this to kill. So I'm walking around with my pistol on my hip. You know what I'm saying? I'm doing all these things to protect myself and to protect my family. But why? Why did I feel the desire, the need to protect, you know, to uh, to fight, to be prepared to fight, to be prepared to defend, to engage, to endure? I felt that need no matter where I went, no matter what time it was, everything I did was about survivability. And why? The reason why is because I had never left from overseas. I never left from overseas. See, the thing was, my my body was back in America. My body was back at home with my family. My body was back, you know, in a safe, secure environment. But my mind was still downrange. My mind was still overseas. And because my mind was still overseas, then I was still overseas. Everything I did, I treated as if I was still in combat. Combat had become my wilderness experience. So what is the wilderness? So I take that example from the uh, biblical example, and you can you know think whatever you want about it. But this is this was is what helped me. All right. So I take it from the biblical example of the children of Israel leaving Egypt, that place of bondage, that place of you know servitude, that place where you know they didn't have the freedoms that they really really uh, were supposed to have. And they were going to be delivered to go towards a place of complete freedom. You know, we'll call that place your promise. They were leaving this place of, you know, captivity and going to a place of bondage, right? I'm sorry. <laughs> they are leaving this place of bondage and captivity and going to a place of freedom, place of promise, all right? And... That specific journey was supposed to take less than two weeks. Less than two weeks. Something around 11 days, 10, 11 days. But that journey ended up taking them 40 years. Not only that, but the people who started never finished the journey. There's only two individuals in their households that finished that journey. No one else did. No one else did. Everyone else died in the wilderness. Now their grandchildren, or for the kids, their children, they ended up making it in. They ended up seeing the promise. They ended up experiencing it. But those individuals who had endured the the bondage of Egypt, who had endured the, the mindset of captivity, they never made it to the promise so I saw that and it I related so much to it I related so much to that mindset of being in a place where I am constantly trying to get out and being having the desire the mindset of going back home to freedom but then being stuck in this mindset 
where I'm not sure if I'm back there or if I'm going somewhere else. So, what we discover is these guys, these people, this group of people, um, they end up stuck in the wilderness, and the question I ask is why? Why were they stuck there? And when you go through the story, what you find is that their minds never left, you know, that environment. So when they got into the wilderness, you know, the wilderness is a mountainous terrain. Um, the wilderness doesn't have a lot of water, not a lot of vegetation, um, not a lot of cover and protection from the elements. So the wilderness, when you go into the wilderness, is all about survival. It's all about survival. Everything you do is all about survival. Can you survive the wilderness? Can you survive that experience? And it's serious. It's serious because at, at night it gets cold. During the day it gets hot. Um, you don't have a bunch of trees that you can cut down and build a fire. You don't have a bunch of, you know... Uh, vegetation that you can just grow stuff and eat it's all about survivability how am I gonna make it from today to tomorrow how am I gonna make it from this meal to the next meal I gotta survive and I related to that because when I go overseas it was all about survival survivability was the name of the game how do I make it from this meal to the next meal how do I ensure that when the next you know indirect fire rounds you know, mortar rounds, rocket rounds, whatever, come and attack my uh, camp that I'm staying on, how do I ensure that I'm prepared enough to not let that be my last day? Prepared enough where I, that doesn't prevent me from making it home eventually, making it to my promise. How do I prepare myself well enough where if there's a, a kidnapping attempt, I'm not the one to get taken? where if there's an attack, I'm not the one to die, but I survive, I win, I become that victorious person, and I make it back home, I survive long enough to make it back home, that was the name of our game, I'm gonna have victories while I'm here, but ultimately my purpose is to make it back home, that's the name of the game, so how do we do that, that was why I related so much the story of the children of Israel in the wilderness. I related to it, man. I related to it. And when I would come back home, I related to it so much that I was stuck there. I related so much to the children of Israel in the wilderness that I didn't even consider the children of Israel in the promise, in the promised land, right? I was so stuck in the mindset of being in survival mode that I didn't even consider anything beyond that. As long as I was surviving, I was good enough. And there's nothing wrong with being in survival mode or having tools for survival. But there is something wrong with staying in survival mode. There's something wrong with never leaving that survival mentality. And what I discovered is that people all throughout life are stuck in survival mode. Throughout so many different walks in life. What is survival mode then? Survival mode is the nine to five. Being stuck in the nine to five where you wake up every morning during the week, you prepare to go to work, you go to work, 
for a couple hours, you take a quick lunch, or you might sleep because you didn't get enough rest the night before, or you might call home and talk to your spouse, you might call and check on your kids, you might go grab a quick snack, or maybe you brought your food with you and you're just sitting there and you're reading, you're listening to music, whatever, then boom, hours up, go back to work, you're back at work, work for a couple more hours, you go home, you're wore out, this is your little bit of time you have to try to take care of all the, the tasks that you have that have accumulated throughout the day, whether it's taking care of your kids, whether it's helping out your spouse, whether it's doing all these things, and then any additional tasks uh, that you try to enjoy doing, whether it's reading a book, going to the gym, listening to music, making music, whatever it is, all that stuff is very limited because you have very little time because guess what? You got to get ready to go to bed because you need some sleep. Uh, you haven't even eaten yet. And when you finally eat, you go to sleep, you wake up the next morning and do it all over again. But you keep doing it. Why? Because you have to survive. You got to do it tomorrow. You got to do it the day after. You got to do it the week after, the month after. You keep doing this thing. You keep doing this thing over and over and over again. Why? Because it's working. There's nothing wrong with it in your mind. I'm making it. I'm surviving. And you survive and survive and survive. And what you finally figure out is that you have never made it to your promise. That was me. I had survived for so many years, for so long, that I had finally, or one day I finally realized that I had not ascended to my highest level as a husband. I have not ascended to my highest level as a father, I had not ascended to the highest level as a friend, as a brother, as a son. I had not been the best I could be. I had been the best soldier I could be. Oh man, I, was, I had all types of accolades and awards and rewards. I had done so much as a soldier, but that's not what was most important to me. What was most important to me was being a husband, was being a father, was being a friend, was being. Those were the things that were more important to me. And I wasn't doing as well at that as I was as being a soldier. But being a soldier was, that was how I survived. That was how I survived. So how do I make that transition to being a, as great of a father as I was being, as a, uh, I was a soldier? As great of a husband as I was a soldier? The only way to do that was to get out of the world. only way to do that was to get out of the wilderness get out of the combat mentality now am I saying I don't maintain that combat composure or combat mindset as a tool oh I it is a tool in my tool belt it's a tool in my shed I keep that as a tool and when I need it believe me I utilize it but it's become a tool is no longer my life that's the difference. The nine to five does not have to be your life. It can be a tool. The nine to five doesn't have to be your everything. It can be a part. Right? It doesn't have to be the thing that controls your whole life. It can be something that you control. 
decisions you've made in your life that have caused you to fall into those traps. They don't have to be the thing that determines who you are. They're not the identifiers. They're not the, the means of you identifying yourself any longer. No, you can determine who you are. You determine who you are. Because the decisions that you make from this moment forward, the choices that you make from this moment forward, they are the things that determine who you are. And no longer do you have to be in survival mode. No longer do you have to be in this mentality, a survival mentality. You can go from a survival mentality to a conqueror's reality. It's not about barely making it any longer. Aren't you tired of barely making it? Man, I was doing great in the military. I was making bank every month. I had people that respected me. I had great friendships and the you know camaraderie with the brotherhood and the military. I was doing great things, but man, I was tired of missing birthdays. I was tired of missing anniversaries and not really caring as much about it. I was tired of not being the husband and the father that I wanted to be. That's what was important to me. And it finally hit me one day that I don't have to live this life. It's not something that I just have to do. There's more that I can do. There's more that I can achieve. There's more that I can be. And I'm going to figure it out. And once I figured it out, I began to develop plans, pipelines, techniques, and methods to assist others in doing the same thing. I help people every day break from the survival mentality and embrace their conqueror's reality. You are not a survivor. You've done that, but that's not who you are. You are a conqueror. It's in you. It's in you to conquer. It's in you to create. It's in you to build. And we can break through and become that person. Because that person's in you. That reality is available. It's just about you becoming who you are always. You were always supposed to be. It's time. It's time. It's no coincidence that you're hearing this. It's no coincidence that you're listening to this. Because now is the time for you to wake up. Now is the time for you to break loose. Now's the time for you to exit your wilderness. Take hold and focus of your purpose. Attack it, conquer it, and become who you're supposed to be and ascend to the highest level, higher than you've ever gone before. Now is the time. Now is the time. So here's the question Are you ready? Are you ready for what comes next? Are you really ready for what comes next? Because this next step, this next step is going to be something different. 
next step is going to be something different. If you stick with me, if you stick with me, I'm telling you, your life is preparing to change. Are you ready for it? Your life's preparing to change. And if you really desire the change that your life deserves, and you put forth the effort, the effort that's necessary to make those changes, then I can guarantee you, that conqueror, you'll become that creator, you'll become that higher version of yourself that you deserve to be, your life deserves it, your world around you deserves it, and it's time for you to conquer, so that's who I am, that's what I do, and that's what this podcast is all about, just a quick introduction short intro um yeah man you can go to infiniteascension.org that's our website or you know this podcast and then we also have uh, infiniteascension23 at gmail.com that's infiniteascension23 all one word no dots no dashes at gmail.com um infiniteascension.org no dots no anything like that just infiniteascension all one word dot org and that'll take you to our website any questions comments you can go there and you can connect with us alright much love peace to everyone shalom and we'll talk to you next time this infinite ascension Chauncey Gray we're out